I will to the I do. Welcome to the Planning After the Proposal podcast. From the eyes of a creative photographer and filmmaker, I'm Lacey. And I'm Aaron James. We go behind the lens to give you an in-depth look at the details surrounding your upcoming wedding day. After they pop the question, the planning begins. We're here to help answer your questions, navigate your love story from florists to foodies, and have a little fun in between. Join us each week for tips and tricks, helpful how-tos, questions from past brides, and insights from other wedding vendors. From the question that starts it all to the honeymoon, we are your go-to for the latest scoop on your entire wedding process. Hey there. Hey, welcome. I'm excited. Oh, really? Yes. I get to share my list. Um, This is a list that basically helps plan to make the timeline of the wedding day run smoothly. Um, Things that have been overlooked, um, sometimes, you know, small things, sometimes large things. Other things on the list are, you know, something that brides have done that I really noticed and it really, really helped to make everything run smoother in my opinion. So it got added onto the list. Um, Since the beginning of my career, I've put this together and I send it out to every single bride that I work with. So I'm really excited to share it with y'all and you. You, I don't think you've ever fully read the list, even though it probably makes your job easier. It does. Um, (laughs) I've heard a lot of... uh phone consults and, and final consults on, you know, going over the list and aha moments, which is a good thing and a bad thing sometimes. But, um, a lot of what I hear is good things. So I'm excited to, uh, how to have you get into it and and tell us a little bit about it and, uh, educate everybody and myself, believe it or not. Yes. So I'm going to kind of go over it, honestly, line for line. I'm not really going to read every single thing. Um, but just to kind of touch on it and why it might be there or, um, the moment that I realized it should be on the list, um, stuff like that. We'll have the list linked. Um, you'll be able to find it at planningafterthepropos also at LaceyJamesPhotography.com slash podcast. Yeah, you can get a copy. Um, you can also check out the Instagram, which is cool. We have one of those too. Yes, at Planning After the Proposal podcast, where we have, you know, highlights on some of the very, um, I guess those overlooked details. Like my favorite is the hanger. That was this week's post. Anyways, into the list. Here we go. So one of the main things is for yourself and for your vendors, specifically photographer or the videographer, this will help make their job easy, but it will also help make your day run smoother. Um, This is because if this isn't done, then the photographer and the videographer or both of them um, will have to go and ask you about these details or these items. And, you know, if you're in the middle of eating, that's an interruption. If you're in the middle of relaxing, that's an interruption. Or if, you know, for some reason there is some stressors that day, it is an emotional day. Um, you know, it could be in the middle of one of those moments. So have all your bridesmaids dresses in the same location of the pre-wedding venue. Um, This will allow the pictures and the video to be set up and captured quickly. It usually works best if everyone is directed to place those items in the selected area upon arrival to the pre-wedding location. So if, you know, if y'all are getting ready in a venue that has, you know, a bed and breakfast and there's three bedrooms and you love the decorations in that third bedroom, there's massive, beautiful doors. We're not saying that you have to spot out exactly where we would take the pictures, but to have them all in one spot works, even if it's not in the spot that we take the photo. Um, So to have all of those there would be awesome, especially with yours, which I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, One way that you can organize that is, uh, when I say organize it, 
because we are organizing the whole thing. But to organize it even further for after the pictures is to have your bridesmaids label the inside of their dress and or if they don't want to write their name on the tag, have post-its or something so that they can write their name and attach it with a safety pin so that if you have six bridesmaids with all the same dress, but two have them altered and they're both size 12, you'll be able to figure out which one, you know, whose is whose after the photos. Yeah, well, so I just wanted to make a quick point. Um, we're typically in the in the wedding industry as far as video and, and photography. Um, we have a timeline that we have, and you have us for X amount of hours, right? right? So this really helps keep the chaos to a minimum of trying to find dresses. Um, we, as an example, last weekend we took a wedding and someone was not in the room right. at the time that we asked for all the dresses. So we collected everybody's dresses, uh, each person matched. And then yes. as soon as we uh, finished up the picture, somebody w- somebody that was late came in and said, oh, by the way, I'm here. Here's my dress. And I'm like, right. uh, we already did all that. So, And it was a wedding where they didn't have all the same bridesmaids dresses and yeah, hers just different. so happened to be the one that was full of sparkles. So it would have been very obvious if her dress was missing from that photo. Um, so that is very, very true. Um, even in that sense, you know, the labeling works, but you are totally right about that. And we decided as, you know, the photographer and the videographer that day that taking the dresses downstairs and not being limited to only what was upstairs in the bridal suite. The picture came out awesome, just as a side yes. note. Oh gosh, we should put that in the... Uh, yeah, that's going to be one the, of them. Yes. Okay, or post it. We need to do that. I love that. Okay, so also another thing is bride's makeup. Um, I know that this seems like, a given, but I have had brides in the past that have gotten their makeup done by a professional and during their ceremony, their mascara or their eyeliner was not waterproof one or the other. Um, it's really, really hard even as a professional photographer to edit some, you know, something like that around the eyes because you really don't want to change the shape. You don't want to change pretty much anything. That's a huge, you know, factor in what your face looks like. So it was really, really hard to get all of that off, um, without altering the look of her face completely. Um, so that's one that I keep on here, even though you would think it would be a given. Yeah. And, and even though we're, we're going to capture the tears, we'd just rather them not be a a color that's a lot a lot harder to get off of pouring down. Um, Yes. Like it looks like you just jumped out of a pool or something. Yeah. Yeah. But um, regardless, like I said, we we love the tears, so just uh, just keep it waterproof, and and we'll capture the tears and not the mascara. Pure tears. So another thing is brides, have your dress and all your accessories in the same location of the house. Um, and when I say house, it's usually because around here we we do a lot of pre wedding locations at bed and breakfasts, but it could be a you know a bridal suite at the venue. It could be really anywhere at home. Um, so some of those accessory examples is shoes, jewelry. Um, that's any jewelry. So bracelet, uh, anything, necklace, ring, veil, bouquet, perfume, or anything sentimental. When I say that I'm talking about, um, you know, as an example, something blue or something borrowed, um, written vows. If you have your vows written down, that's something that we aren't going to sit there and read every single line. It's still going to be something completely, um, written by you and heard, you know, first from you, but you know, that shot with, you know, the word love in the center of your ring. That's just, that makes a beautiful shot. Um, so if you have those written vows or a written letter, just, 
you know, even with a gift or for a gift, um, include that letter to the groom, which is kind of what I just stated pictures or items of anyone who may not be here with us that you want incorporated into your photos. So if your grandfather is no longer with us, but he was a huge part of your life. And, you know, a lot of times they'll incorporate those tiny, those little mini pictures into the bouquet. Um, even if it's not for that and it's included anywhere else, or you just have a photo, just include that in the, in the stack or I say stack in the, you know, the list of things that you put in one place for us to incorporate those things. Um, another thing is, and I, and I put this as a recommendation because some brides like full creative control and that's completely fine. So any decorative trays. So if you have a, and that could be something that's also a sentimental item too. It can be a, you know, a silver tray that was handed down from your great grandmother to your grandmother to your mother. And that is the tray that I lay all your details out on. If you have anything like that, that would be included in that. Um, any ribbons. So we have all this stuff. Um, I really, I sent out a questionnaire, so I really get a good idea of what the color schemes are. So I know what accessories to bring to help me with these shots, but there are some brides that would really, really love to have their own items included in there. So if for some reason, um, you're one of those, just for example, your bouquet, if you're going to have a lot of, um, seeded eucalyptus, ask them for a few extra stems of it. And that can be included in your detail pictures just to kind of, you know, tie it all back into your full, what's the word I'm looking for? Creative um, vision, maybe. Right. Creative vision. Exactly. So it kind of ties everything back in. And you do a great job of putting all that stuff together. doesn't matter Thank um, you. what the details are. You know, we, we've incorporated a lot of really interesting yeah. things that I've, you know, seen from metals, um, to small pictures off the bouquet, so forth. Right. Um, so in a small note I have there is, is I will find things to use. Like if you don't have anything in mind, I will find things to use within your pre-wedding location. If you don't have anything specific in mind, see the examples below. And I kind of exampled things that I've put together. And a lot of times they will give me full creative control, but a lot of those extra notes were for the brides who want to have full creative control of their details, you know, from start to finish. So you like my, you like my details? Yeah, your details have been uh, great. I usually will sneak um, some photos of them as well oh. and pretend that they're my own and or um, get some get some video of it for he sure. He walks up behind me and he says, oh my God, that's such a great photo. Thank God you had me there. And I'm like, this is my photo. That's that's uh, oh, lesson gosh. one on how to try to take mm. uh, advantage of a good creative partner. Well, thank you. Um, so with that being said, the next list is for the grooms. Um, I do have the brides all on one page and I do send it digitally through a text message. Um, so they are able to screenshot the brides page and then send the entire, you know, they can screenshot it or send the entire thing to the groom and he will screenshot his own page. So, a lot of times the grooms do exactly what the brides say or they try their best. So with that being said, with this page, it allows them to, instead of having to give them a whole list with nothing to really go over, um, it allows them to send this over and say, hey, the photographer sent this, please do these things. And it's already put into a list for them um, that they have straight on their phone. It's um, one of my favorite things to ask is, uh, did you get the list? Yeah. <laughs> most of them kind of look down and like, yeah, I got it. Oh my gosh. And most and of them get it, get it completed every single time. Why did she do this to me? That face. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's incredible how, um, receptive the guys are just to make sure that they have everything, you know, that prepared or, you know, at a minimum keeping their fiance at the time happy and soon to be wife. So, right. um, or, 
you know. That's but, not a good note to start off on. If I deliver the gallery with none of those images and say, um, it was his fault. No. Right. So, I mean, this groom's list is going to be, um, it's going to, I'm going to go through very quickly just because it's actually, it, it mirrors the bride's list pretty, pretty much just in all of the groom's aspect as far as dress versus tux. So shoes, ties, cufflinks, socks, um, have all those in the same location for when you're getting ready. The same thing with your groomsmen, have them label their suits. Um, if it's a rented suit or they don't want to write their name on the inside of their tag so that they can easily figure out whose is whose after the image is taken. Um, or the video, I would, you know, just like I said, bring a little thing of post-its and have them safety pin them in or put the name of, you know, put the post-it in a pocket, in the pocket, in the right pocket. And then after you pull it out and say, okay, this is Brad's and this is Ben's. Um, The same, you know, with the groom, obviously his tux will be different, but have all your things in the same spot, shoes, ties, cufflinks, ring, boutonniere, cologne, cigars, any kind of accessories. We've had sunglasses, um, those written vows, letter to the bride, any special gift before it's delivered over to the bride, any sentimental items or pictures of anyone who may not be there and so on. Pretty much the same as what I covered with the bride. Um, so that's pretty much the end. It's actually very simple. It just reminds you of the things that you need to get together as a as the bride or as the groom to really when we get there, it really helps us utilize time or any photographer. It helps them utilize their time better by having all that they need in one working space. Um, and with that being said, it's not that they couldn't still do a really, really good job with all those things, having to navigate them. But it's it's about being able to stay in your moment without having to be pulled out of it to figure out where your shoes are or where your perfume or your jewelry are. Jewelry it's never are. too early jewelry to is. plan. Right. Exactly. You wouldn't think uh, all of a sudden. That day that was 24 hours turns into about 24 minutes, right. it seems like. So, um, you know, having even a checklist of some kind ahead of time or, you know, making sure if you're a guy, um, your best man kind of uh, put him at the realm yeah, and, and make sure that they're keeping you on the uh, straight and narrow for that day. And especially the day before, don't let them get you uh, plastered <laughs> and or anything I mean, like that. I mean, the list is going to keep you on timeline. So there's the timeline is, is something that I go over with brides, you know, a, a few times before the wedding, but we do a finalized timeline. And with this, it allows for times. These are all time saving techniques and tips that will help you to get through the day as smoothly as possible. Um, and utilize us, time. right. Utilize us for right. the time that we're there. So if, if we are wasting 30 minutes, um, or, or trying to find all these accessories for the guys and the gals, and right. if that eats up an hour of time, that's an hour of time that gallery size may be a little smaller. Right. It may be, you know, that we're you excited were... to, to capture these moments. Um, we don't want to go hunting yeah. stuff down for you because, we want to be taking pictures. Yeah. And I mean, as far as us, you know, being in your moment, us not having to go and ask you, it really, really helps. Um, so the next page says bride and groom so that they know that they can both screenshot this part. These are just little tips that I have really seen make the getting ready process a lot easier. So having a wedding day playlist during the getting ready process has been known to promote a calming and relaxing and fun environment. That is so true. So 
there is actually a change that I'm going to make to that statement because I think you should have two. I think you should have one playlist that is a put it on and y'all start the day and I th- and and everybody has a good time. Everybody's in a good mood. This is something that you can start from as early as being proposed to. I mean, if there's a song that you have that comes on the radio and you say, oh my gosh, Sam Smith, he just, I love this song when I hear it. So just save it. And then that day you'll have a whole list of songs that really that you really, really enjoy, that puts you in that, oh, I love this kind of mood because that day is very emotional. And I do think that music can really, you know, you can really hone in on the type of music you listen to to keep you in a certain headspace instead of getting nervous. When I say that I'm going to make a revision for two playlists, the second playlist is going to be something that calms you. Um, so for me, this would be um, Stevie Nicks or Nora Jones. I know they are in opposite, completely opposite directions. Or, um, hey, Alexa, can you play relaxing piano on Spotify. So I would maybe save some of the main ones that I really like to get in a relaxed headspace so that I can, you know, just calm down for a second. Um, as, as amazing as the day is, like I said, it's emotional. Emotional isn't always bad. People think emotion and they think, Oh God, bad feelings. It's really just amazing feelings. It's a surge of a lot of feelings. Um, so have a playlist that is you know, tailored to you by songs that you have picked out that personally will calm you down and take you to a place of take a deep breath and I'm going to be fine. It'll kill some of the nerves. And that, I think that is just so important. So two playlists, one to have fun and one to sit in a room by yourself and just relax and, you know, listen to it and, and, and maybe kill some of those nerves. Um, the other one is a small reminder for lunch or small snack arrangements. So this could be a, you know, a sandwich tray, or this could be cheese and grapes. This could be a fruit tray, veggie tray. It could be literally anything. Um, what I have seen happen in our area, we have, you know, Uber Eats, we have DoorDash, and we have a local service called Waiter. I've seen this go overlooked. And what happens is kind of like at home, you figure out that you need food after you need food. Um, so everybody starts, this is whether, you know, your party's going to all order their own lunch in. People figure out that they're hungry once they're already hungry. Um, And I'm not saying people get hangry by all means. That's not what happens here. But I do think it would help for there to be small snacks in the event that they were going to order lunch regardless. Um, Because what happens is it never fails. I've been at venues where they've tried to order it in and the delivery service does not deliver to that area. I've had it where there's been over an hour wait because it's during the most opportune time to have deliveries during the day. Um, So I just feel like a small fail safe, regardless of what the plans are for the day, really, really works. Even if it's a 36 bag of chips from Target, um, like variety pack, I think that some food there is better than none. And for the bride also, I've seen it where they've gotten really nervous and, you know, a candy or a Sprite and, you know, a small thing of crackers has really, really helped. Um, I don't think you've had too much of that happen with the guys, but... I mean, You'd I think that it's, it's, it's just better safe than sorry kind of thing. It always is. Especially if there's any, you know, drinks involved. <laughs> uh, you definitely need to, to get that taken care of. Right. I've heard I need crackers on for that situation mm-hmm. more than a few times. Or, oh my gosh, I didn't plan on drinking this much during the, during the day. Um, so that's the small reminder. I really, I really think that it's, you know, it really helps. It's a small little thing that can be, you know, really, really helpful. Um, items to have that I've seen be rather helpful is safety pins. Um, I've almost, 
I want to say probably more than half of our weddings have needed safety pins at some point. I bring them, but if you have a, you know, a different photographer, if you're in a different area, um, safety pins are just so important. I'm a hand steamer. So if anything, like sometimes the bridesmaid's dresses are a little wrinkled, a hand steamer will take that out. You would swear that, um, I don't want to say it was iron because I mean, I don't think people iron dresses, but that like soft, smooth, unwrinkled look, a hand steamer will achieve that in just seconds. My little steamer, not a plug that's paid yes. in any way, but my little steamer, they're phenomenal. You can get them. Yes. Uh, Amazing. Super cheap. I love it. I never, people always say, oh my God, Lacey, you need to fold your clothes. They're going to be all wrinkled. I'm like, um, I have two steamers. I'm good to go. You can use it for your whole marriage. <laughs> yes, you're right. Um, another item is extra earring backs. I've seen it where an earring falls out and they didn't realize that the back had come loose and they had been walking around with the earring just kind of hanging there for a little while. The earring falls and the back is never to be found. I've had that happen where it was the bride. I've um, almost had to offer my own earring back, but thankfully I had some extra earring backs. Um, but like I said, I'm not everyone's photographer, so I would pack some of those just to be safe, even if it's two. Band-Aids. Um, a lot of times it'll be because those beautiful shoes that y'all are wearing, it's the first time that y'all are wearing them or even maybe the second time. But, you know, if for some reason you start to blister, you can put, you know, you can reinforce that area with Band-Aids. And I mean, Band-Aids are always good to have just in any situation. Um, umbrellas, in the event that you need more, uh, in the event that you need them, more is better. Um, I mean, you have, sometimes we have parties of six on each side, six bridesmaids, six groomsmen. So we like to bring umbrellas. Um like, again, we're not everyone's photographers, so I can't promise that in every situation. But if you think by chance, and a lot of times you can navigate that down to just what month you're getting married in. So April, it rains a lot. Um, July down here in Louisiana is hurricane season, so it's very smart. I mean, sometimes brides just barely get by with a hurricane hitting, if that makes sense. Right. So And if, you, if you're buying one, get a clear one. Yes. that gives us so much more that lateral be, opportunity. Yes, that would be even better. Um, so Bluetooth speakers, Google Homes, or Amazon Dots. Um, so if you have any Amazon Dots, I think they're called Alexa Dots. I might be wrong. Um, any of those types of things. If you don't have a Bluetooth speaker, then bring your Alexa from home. So you could say, Alexa, play this. Um, and, and it really will help. That kind of ties back into the playlist. Um, labels or post-its, um, that would basically be where I mentioned a few times for labeling dresses or really anything else, but mainly for that. Um, or if you have a Starbucks drink and you want to say, this is Bridget's only, and that's really your only way of, of navigating that it's your drink, that would be a good thing too. Um, in the event of rain, I have seen couples bring a small glass container just to be safe. And it, you know, if it did rain, I have seen them use it to seal in some rain from the you know, the rainwater from their wedding day. I thought that was really interesting. interesting yeah. yeah. And they get to keep it. And that's just, it's really, really awesome. Um, ceremony reminders. Um, please remind your wedding party to stop at the specified area while walking down the aisle for pictures. That's kind of a given. And you'll, you know, you'll speak with that with your photographers to figure out exactly what that location is. If you have a long train or veil, it's good to have a member of the bridal party chosen to quietly step up and straighten your dress if needed during the ceremony. Um, that's I've seen where we have the kissing picture where it says, I do, you may now kiss your bride and the, you know, your 
beautiful long dress is kind of all just bunched up together. Um, we're just going to kind of go through this really quick. If your ceremony is at a venue and you do not want your images to have guests standing up holding cell phones, you know, sometimes brides will just have like a decorative sign that says we're unplugged. If not, you can also have your DJ mention that before the ceremony starts. Um, reception, just make a list of pictures. A lot of times your photographer or your videographer won't really have a face to the names on the photo, on the photos, a face to the name on the list. So maybe have a family member or a, you know, a cousin or someone trusted who knows those, those names and faces to work with the photographer to get through those family shots pretty quickly. Um, that is pretty much the end of my list, but I do want to mention that I will be adding on a send offs section heard here first because I have not sent this out to a bride revised yet. Um, so for send offs, I'm going to recommend that you do a faux send off. The reason for that is because it just looks like a cleaner image. A lot of people are worried about doing a send-off earlier than their actual exit of the reception time. When you do a faux send-off, it allows everyone to go outside and be focused on just that, not holding diaper bags and purses and jackets. It really makes for a cleaner image, and it also allows for more people to be in that image than if you were to wait till the very end, when there seems to be only maybe a fourth of the guests left in some situations. Um, for that, if you do a specific type of send-off, uh, we see sparklers a lot, get extra lighters and or set up like candle stations so that it's easy for multiple people to light them at once. And also extra long, the extra long burning ones, they seem they're longer and they're thicker and they last probably three times the amount of time. If you're about to have a wedding and you already have purchased these smaller ones, I would just recommend having a, like a total of two to three per person and maybe making a sign saying grab two or three. Because if, if it were to burn out, then you can just, before it burns out, restart your next one, if that makes sense. So that's really the end of the list. I know it was kind of long. I really hope you're able to take something from it. Um, I do think that it's very, very useful information. And I'm adding as we go. Um, this has been a list created over the past, you know, six years. So it is rather long, but always learning. And I'm always keeping my mind open and, you know, looking to see what what things happen in each wedding day that we experience that I can add to make future wedding days run a little smoother. So next week, I really, really want to touch on the upcoming wedding trends. So in our area, we are a little bit behind. So I really want to make sure that I'm touching on these things that are going, you know, they are going on around us. And I just don't want the upcoming brides in the near future wishing that they had done some of those things and it not getting here trend-wise until later. So we're going to touch on those, and I'm really excited to go over the list. It's really, really, really cool stuff. And not only that, we've had some, you know, obviously some uh, revisions that's needed to happen, so maybe some of these things will fit right in with right. Uh, maybe some plans you had that had to get changed, and maybe you need a new, uh, fresh take on it. So I'm excited, too. Yep. Well, perfect. Well, um, listen, I think that... Uh, Next week's episode is going to be super cool. I enjoyed this one. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. And we will see you again next week. Bye.